like no no literally right if, if i want to go to the park and spin around until i throw up <laughs> nobody can tell me that i'm not allowed to do that right hi everyone this is james from ludic language pedagogy in this episode we are going to be talking about the playground now the playground is a new kind of submission that we are accepting at ludic language pedagogy and it's a place for authors and researchers teachers anybody really to experiment to play to put something out that may not be a research article or a walkthrough but something playful and to engage others in the community so this whole episode is all about what the playground is where it came from and what fred Poole thinks of it fred Poole is a new member of the ludic language pedagogy team and yeah me jonathan and fred introduce the playground so stay tuned yeah and so that's i mean i kind of wanted you guys to start off with your vision of it okay. and then i'll talk about how like sure. my thoughts and how that kind of evolved as we as i started sure. writing this and with the comments and whatnot james do you want to introduce the playgrounds yeah i'll introduce it from my memory you can correct me if i'm wrong or if you've got your own um go for it yeah so let's think here me and Jonathan, when we started LLP, we were racking our brains to think of the types of submissions that we wanted. And we settled on the two being articles and walkthroughs. Now, the walkthroughs were a conceptualization based around um, traditional game walkthroughs, like Game Facts, the website, where you would go and you'd read it from start to finish and you'd be able to finish the game. So the idea of a walkthrough was kind of revolutionary in terms of academic publishing for us uh, in that a teacher would talk exactly about what they did in the class. Um, so the it's written in the first person. I did this. I did that. And actually, when I wrote the first walkthrough piece, uh, me and Jonathan didn't see eye to eye on it. And um, I'd written it much more like... Um, well in the third person like you could do this in this situation blah 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 but no we wanted it to be straight up first person i did this this is what worked this is what didn't work so we had the articles which are very similar to research papers and then the walkthroughs which were really high resolution snapshots of game-based language teaching in action and then we had tried to steer away from hypothetical pieces. I mean, even the research articles should be based on actual classroom practice. I mean, the, the word um, pedagogy is a part of the journal name. So we wanted to have um, something that had actually been used in the classroom um, for both of those. And I think something that we also had been wrestling with through the inception of the journal was knowing how many lesson plans there are out there, right? If you go to some online journals or like teacher magazines, like you see lesson plans for games and you also see teachers designing games, right? Mm. For, specifically for their students. And I think when we first started coming up with LLP, we didn't really see a place for them, right? We, they weren't academic enough or they weren't... That's right. Right? But mm. we, we just kept tossing it around, right? Mm. What, what do we do with lesson plans? Well, it could be a walkthrough, but it could just be a really good idea, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and so... so if, you, if you allow me to add on to that... Please, slightly. please, please. Yeah. Again, I'm very much in a particular music scene. I'm, I'm, I run a record label. I run um, annual events. I produce music myself. And as a musician and to be a part of this scene, there's often a 
a kind of sub forum or a place where people can share what we call WIPs, WIP, which are works in progress. Mm -hmm. So these are things that might not be completely polished or a, a piece of music that someone's created that they want cri uh, constructive criticism or feedback on. Mm -hmm. Now, a walkthrough piece or an article is something that's being, it's gone through open peer review, it's been polished and published. So the idea of the walkthrough in the article they are probably already pretty polished and complete pieces when they are submitted. They're not really designed to be think pieces. So we, we recognized this gap in our submissions and we thought, well, what do people do in a playground? You know, they play with ideas, they throw things out, they get feedback, um, maybe not complete, maybe very hypothetical or just think pieces. So we thought, well, that's a section that we need for our, pay, uh, for our journal. Is that about right, Jonathan? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and we also wanted to keep with, like, as you just said, like, to be more playful, right? Mm, like, mm. like academic articles, yeah, they can definitely be somewhat playful, right? But playing in that specific space or playing in the roles of a teacher, but like a place to play, a place to have the freedom to toss out ideas, to yeah, be a little, you know, do things that are a little bit dangerous or uh, to try things, right? So to, to get ideas, and it's, I think it's also a, a question of the, it, it's a place to invent new new ways of playing, right? And yeah. and I think that's what our field needs. Like things are sort of stagnating. Things are sort of uh, they're 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 not together. They're not cohesive. And so if the the more information we have about how different teachers teach and what different researchers are thinking, in any form, the better it's going to be for the field. And, and it's also yeah. So there's, there's a million great reasons to write these things and share these things. Yeah. One one more part of that is, in a way. Academic publishing has a set format and norms and, you know, regulations. And it, it's a, <clears throat> excuse me, it, the way that you do academic publishing is kind of not set in stone 100%, but it, it's pretty rigid. So I wanted somewhere that we could embrace um, different formats. So, for example, someone could, could submit uh, a game. Someone could submit a zine. Someone could submit a piece of music into the playground. So, mm -hmm. uh, being influenced by internet culture, you know, you could submit a meme, something covered in emojis. It could be completely sure. uh, in, uh, interactive fiction or something. So, yep. just something outside of academia for people people to submit, basically. Or even just a short piece of writing, right? Just a yeah. one-page essay, right? Or like a just comic. A, just a comic. Just a brief idea, right? I, I've got this idea. I'm playing around with this 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 conceptual framework. What does it What does it do for you, right? In, in our community, done. Yep. And so James has one, which is a step by step hypothetical. No, that's no, actually you've... taught. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually taught. That's something you did. Uh, and then I submitted one on a lesson that I taught in a children's community center. Right, got feedback on that, and mm. Fred is just just about finishing up. I think tomorrow I'm going to announce on Slack that the OPR is done, and then Fred can go in and uh, address the comments that he wants to, and delete the comments that he doesn't like, and then and then publish what he wants. Like that's another thing. Like it, there really is a lot of authorial control over it as well. Like you don't have to sort of kowtow to reviewer number two, right? <laughs> you can, right? I think that's a big part of it. Like we're playing. And yeah. there might be something that doesn't work, but you can keep it in there and couch it as saying, hey, I don't know how this works yet, but this is an important thread of something I've been thinking about. I'm going to keep it as a footnote or I'm going to keep it in paragraph you know, seven or whatever. 
you can you can keep playing and you don't have to just you know slash and burn your entire paper to to make reviewer three happy yeah How, how's the process going for you fred yeah the process so far is good the i think for the most part i was envisioning uh playgrounds very similar to what both of you said is this kind of this free space um throw ideas out there um and for the most part that's kind of how i approached it i think mine is clearly different from both of yours in that it was more of a conceptual idea that i've been kind of playing around with i guess for the, the first one like it was i think i got i got a ton of comments i don't know how, how my comments compared to both of yours i think i peeked at jonathan yours and i don't mm-hmm. remember seeing if i was if i saw the comments no jonathan's were, were were mainly yeah this is cool nice one yeah good good info like praise and yours were uh, like hmm let's dive into this a lot more like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 well there's a lot more meat i think on there is fred, a lot more fred, meat, yeah. right there's a lot there there are many more ideas in fred's conceptual piece which is much closer to a, a traditional academic piece of writing than Agreed, me yeah. talking about teaching a game i mean the questions i got were is I'd love to know more about this space or how much time did this take or, you know, who else could you try this with? That kind of stuff. Right. So, which makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, I guess like for, for me, part of this is, um, you know, in in the ed tech world, a a lot of people will submit um, short, shorter articles or, you know, Mm -hmm. half baked ideas to conference proceedings with the intention of eventually Mm. developing that further that's into right. a full journal article, right? Yep, yep, yep. And um, they might, I mean, typically with those, you still have to throw a little bit of data in. Um, and that's kind of how I was approaching this first one was, you know, I've had this idea, um, I've called this concept something, uh, multiple different things. And and so this idea of authentic language use, or is it is, is that what makes it meaningful for, you know, mm-hmm. a language learner when they get into a classroom and they use the language? And then kind of tying this into game-based language teaching and what that means for meaningful language use within a game-based language teaching classroom. But, um, yeah, I mean, all of the comments, for me, in my first time, it felt overwhelming, to be completely honest. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, where is all this coming from? Uh, You know, because a lot of them, I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, I'm going to address that. I'm going to address that. I'm going to address that in the the longer paper. And so part of me is like, like, I want to address it now. But it feels like if I address it now, well, huh. do I have anything like, you know, at, what, at which point do I stop and say, thank you for your considerations, but uh-huh. this will be in the ne- next edition. And at which point do I keep writing this? And then it just becomes a mm. really long playground. Oh, I and love so that. I mean, no, I, I, th- I think you have the control over it, right? You can say, thank mm-hmm. you for the comment. Maybe put it as a, as a footnote, as a comment from, you know, person X. Mm-hmm. But then, but then, it, yeah, I, I do with it what you want, right? Yeah, I don't, th- I don't see there being an issue no. having it transition into, say, an no. article or a walkthrough, or even published in a different journal. You know, I don't oh, see absolutely. that as being a, an issue at all. Just yeah, just thank the person, and you know. Yeah, if you yeah, want to say, yeah, okay, this is, this is a lot of great ideas for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to say this is my playground, please thank you, thank you for the comments. And then three months later, boom, here's, here's a, a really yeah. deep dive into it that's addressed it. And I'm yeah, publishing pers- it. Yeah. Personally, like I think, Fred, you could just say thanks for the comments, resolve all the comments, and publish <laughs> the thing that you want to do. But this is what I like about the playground. And this, is, and this is something that we had talked about earlier, I think, with James and, and with you maybe in another conversation. Because we had talked a little bit about the, the ethics of 
you know, mm. ideas that originate in a playground. Because with a playground item, you can still cite it. It still has a citation, sure. which is nice. Yep. And that's what I like about it is that, you know, if I do yep. take this article and expand it into a full journal article, I could cite back to my original playground article. Yep. Um, but it's what, what I do like about it is, you know, I've written a decent amount of papers, but I've never had a, you know, 10 people dive into my ideas mm. in its conception, right? And that's super helpful and it's super awesome. But at the but same that, time, yeah. you know, go ahead. No, I was going to say that that does come back into the idea of the work in progress and the, the mm -hmm. constructive feedback on uh, music and stuff as well. So, yeah, it, it's, it's that, but for academic publishing. So, yeah. yeah. Well, but, it, but it's also like, again, like getting back to the playground metaphor, like playgrounds sometimes have fences, you know, just for children's safety and things like that. But, um, often that they're just these wide open spaces and this is the same thing like we, we purposefully are using google docs in the playground pieces as well it's pretty easy for us to post hey this person wrote a, a playground piece you just have to click this link read through it dump a bunch of comments on if you want and then just add your name into the peer reviewer and you're done like the, mm -hmm. the going like entering and leaving the playground and the playground pieces are are similarly easy i think right and mm -hmm. and i think there's a lot of freedom for people to just take a look, right? Just just take a look. Yeah, just share share a, a, a gut reaction. That's totally cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do yeah. you th what do you what do you think about the? Well, also one thing that we're trying to do with the playground pieces at this point is like to have this sort of short time frame for reviewing them as well. Like this idea that you you share it with us, we put it up, and ideally it takes about a week for these things to be peer reviewed. Like you said, these mm -hmm. are peer reviewed. These are peer reviewed journal articles they're they're paginated they're included in in the the issues everything you know if so, the author wants them to be if the author wants them exactly right Mine wasn't. There's, there might be a reason why they they don't right they want to keep their they they, they they're they're writing it somewhere else or or whatever right but mm -hmm. i for me the one week for people to look at my little you know funny little three-page lesson plan and also the uh, you know 10 activities that teachers can do with games like that one week was great it was it was a bustle of activity you know, two or three people jumped on. I could see people making comments. Things got into my email. And then it was done, right? It was like when, when it was on my mind, it was on other people's minds as well. Not like a typical journal article where it goes away for six months or 18 months or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like, let's play together for a little bit, right? You know, let's, let's go to the playground together. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Let me try to sure. verbalize here what I'm thinking. Because... Um, the thing I, I love about it is I, I love the idea of getting these quick ideas out into the world. I mean, this whole idea of, you know, um, I don't want to say like, like mind or not, like a hive, hive thought. Hive mind? Yeah, but mind space Yeah, we're sharing ideas quickly. It may be mm -hmm. inspiring other people to do other things. Yep. Um, but gauging what other, gauging how you're your mind frame is is with mm. the rest of the field as well right so checking your yeah. own conceptualization checking your own yeah, yeah that's true go ahead fred um and so the, that part of it's really cool um but it, at the same time and this isn't necessarily to knock it it's just to like let's take a step back and you know look at it from a distance for a second you know i mean there's there's a certain practices and a certain rigidity into these journal articles for a reason Right, and so I, I don't see this happening as a problem for playgrounds, but 
I mean, is there a situation where a playground is unacceptable? To, I, I mean, mean is, so is there a playground that doesn't get accepted? No, no. Mm. I, I think mm. personally, we have we so not all playground pieces are peer reviewed from the get go. There is the author can say if he wants it to be peer, or if they want it to be peer reviewed or not. I think that as editors, we should also have uh, the option to um, put a oh, foot down or say yes or no on that. So, yeah, if somebody takes a picture of their game group, well, shoot, like that's a, that's even a, like that could even be a playground piece. Uh, a non peer reviewed journal piece is just like, here's a picture of my game group. Here, I'm playing with a bunch of students. Look at their faces. That, that, that could be a playground piece, I suppose, right? Mate, so yes, also, absolutely. There's, there's nothing yeah. to deny that from being a playground piece, yeah. piece because in the description of a playground piece, anything is acceptable. That's right. But yeah, I think that we do as editors have to. Uh, sure. Have of course. Some decision making in place there. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guess like the other the other idea that we had talked about originally was this idea that, um, you know, so like take for example, and like this is something that I like I imagine to me what I would get really excited about with these playgrounds or like hmm. is this idea that let, let's say I, I put out my my conceptual piece right, and then within you know maybe I engage in a comments with one of the reviewers and we go back and forth and in the process of this going back and forth we get this aha moment yeah. as, a, as a pair, you know, and we're like, oh man, we've got this amazing new idea that's going to revolutionize the field, right? Mm. And then at this point, you know, the playground piece is technically mine. It's cited as mine. But really, in my mind, this should be me and that reviewer's piece. That's we, interesting, yeah. Why not? We yeah. together and we built this idea. And I, yeah. I go back to like the, you know, the whole... What was that first in Wagner, the 99? I think I shared that article with you guys. Um, but it, it really was a dialogue back and forth between, mm. you know, two or three of these great scholars that really kind of pushed, you know, sociocultural theory and kind of moved away from the cog this cognitive approach in the late 90s, right? Mm. And that was really cool. And that's like, for me, that was like, man, I wish we could do that today. But you can't do that today because publishing is so slow. And then once, you know, you don't, you don't write articles that are addressed to other people and really debate these ideas. By the time you get to a chance to debate an idea, you know, your article... Six months down the road, yeah. Two years down the road. I've, yeah. I've been in publishing queues that have been at least two years, mm. you know. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, and so th that's the other exciting thing about this, but it's also finding a way to... Um, be able to track and give acknowledgments to those ideas and those reviews that happen. Like I almost, and I guess the reviewers' names are on those articles, but mm. it would be nice to be able to publish some of those comments. Yeah, I got two, two, two comments on this. The first one being that, yeah, I think it's totally up, up to the author's discretion if they want to pull a, a commenter or a reviewer into being a co-author. I mean, that I don't have a serious problem with that at all. The second one that you mentioned there about the peer review process and stuff, um, I was listening to this podcast recently, I think uh, Jonathan has as well, uh, they were talking about how peer review was not something that existed originally in, in academic publishing, it was more of a discourse between uh, scholars, and so it, it's great that you, you mentioned that because it's a way that we can then pull that kind of origin, that, that research as a discussion between people back into the in, into at least a, a venue or a place in the journal for, for that to happen yeah so 
that's a really nice uh, point. Yeah. I see it as this really interesting middle ground. Like, I mean, everything happens on Twitter now, right? Like, you can you can follow Twitter, people on Twitter. You can, you know, engage in these rapid fire or slow burn chats. Well, I guess rather uh, than so citations nowadays, it's how many likes you got on Twitter is uh, the va validity of uh, a piece, no? For some people, sure. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I totally knocked you off there. No, no, but, but it's like it's it's a it's a sort of middle ground, right? Like it's not exactly uh, hmm. two two hundred eighty characters hmm. tweet or replies or a threaded reply, and it's not a discussion on a Slack board either that has the danger of going away. This is. You, you have to put in a little bit more work to get your ideas down on paper and you've got to craft whatever it is that you want to present, but you're going to get focused feedback on that idea and it's going to, you know, not only take place over that week that it's doing, you know, week or two or whatever that it's, that, that it's in the OPR process, but that just lives, right? That discussion sticks around. And I guess, which, yeah, I want to jump on this because it's, I think it's, I'm getting my ideas out better now. I, what I want to live and what I want people to see is mm. that collaborative process. I mean, too uh, many times we see in these academic articles, you know, solo author coming out and it looks like, Oh, this guy, th this was his brainchild. He d just came out of nowhere, you know, uh, um, th these ideas or the inspirations for these articles. And that's, what's beautiful about these playgrounds and these discussions that are going back is that you're really seeing that, okay, yeah, you know, it may have been this guy's idea, but it didn't happen in the vacuum. Yeah, right. This has right. happened through positive discussion, and by showing this and somehow um, documenting this collaboration, I think that that can really be positive for um, new academics, new scholars, new teachers to, to see how much work mm. goes into this. You know, it's one that, of that also relates to the uh, open peer review oh. process as well, though, right? I mean, we could we could have a version of. We could have a version of a published piece that exists in its we did toss that completely around, right, commented like, form. Yeah, like yeah. do we have a commented and non-commented yeah. yeah. version? Because a really sort of hardline OPR uh, policies, that's right. Yeah, they keep Yeah, other journals comments. are doing that, aren't they? Yeah. 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 They have different. first draft which is which is neat, which draft, is cool. Like. I'm fine with the um, journal articles, you know, stay how they are. But I think the playgrounds, that's like a, a mm. place to really, you know, it's, you know, for us, like on our research teams, one of the first things that whenever we bring in an undergraduate under our research team or a new PhD student or a new master's students, one of the first things that they comment on is like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much work goes into these papers. Mm -hmm. or like how much back and forth or, you know, one person has a pass, this person has a pass, then there's a discussion on it. You know, the amount of time and work that goes in to get an article published, you know, for them, it was just, oh, you were sitting in your office and you came up with an yep. idea. You went out to a school, you hatched it up, you, you know, and I, I think that the same process goes into the teaching and how we learn to become good teachers, how we learn to become good researchers, you know. Like, I really love this idea of documenting the process in the mm. playground. Mm. All right, so that is the LLP playground. Um, I hope we uh, have outlined what it is, what its function is. If you want to publish any of your work, any of your thoughts, any of your classes, a game that you may have developed, some feedback that you might want from people, please consider uh, looking into it. You'll find it on llpjournal.org. That was awesome. Nice, that was awesome. And that's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.